0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Alessandra.
0: And today, we're talking about... Black Panther, Wakanda Forever.
1: Yes. Um. In the wake of Chadwick Boseman's death, this movie was made, and it is it is all about that for sure.
0: Yes, there was a very beautiful um, like in memoriam for him in the beginning with the with their little Marvel logo they usually have. All the superheroes, you know, in the it like within the letters of Marvel. But uh it was just it was all Chadwick. Chadwick as uh as Black Panther in all of his movies, uh his Marvel movies. And um so this was this was a real tearjerker from the beginning. Not for me personally, even mm-hmm. though it was sad. I, I, I was feeling it. Yeah. But uh my my roommate went with me and uh they were they were bubbling they were they they brought all the tissues they were they were crying um yeah with good reason there were lots of lots of cryable moments definitely pack your tissues
1: yeah and I, also don't
0: listen to this because we will get into spoilers
1: we are going to yeah talk <laughs> about spoilers um i heard something
0: crazy i heard that like the a day or so before the movie released disney like let the new black panther walk around uh, Avengers campus. So, like, it... Basically, they spoiled it for some people.
1: No. <laughs> yes! That's
0: that what I That really heard.
1: happened? That's what, that's oh what my roommate my told me. God. Well, they were probably just trying to, you know, get some, um... J- you know, marketing in, so...
0: Yeah, I know. Like, getting people excited, you know. But, honestly, you couldn't have waited at least until after opening weekend or something... I don't know <laughs> they want to make money. I don't know <laughs> or or have the new Black Panther walk around but have them like keep keep their mask on so like people couldn't really tell who it was until until after opening weekend. I don't know
1: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. i I did see you know quite a lot of marketing for this movie, but I think it's well done. It's got the mix of action and and sorrow and and all that kind of together. And overall, this movie really took itself very seriously, which we haven't seen as much in Phase 4 of the MCU. I feel like it's been very lighthearted recently. So this felt like kind of the first one in a while that's been just like pretty serious throughout.
0: Oh for sure, especially with the release of of Thor God of Thunder or Love and Thunder um and the Multiverse of Madness, both both very different styles of movie still kind mm-hmm. of catering towards the like sillier, the sillier side obviously. Um but yeah, I mean the tone of this movie definitely made sense, you know, it it really brought us back to remembering Chadwick um and T'Challa cuz you know the the movie the way that the movie makes it, the movie like has the story play out is that T'Challa did have a sickness that he knew about, mm-hmm. that he didn't tell his family, basically, until it was too late. Um, even when Shuri was trying to find a a cure for it, mm-hmm. but she ran out of time, and he passed in the movie. So, kind of how... Kind of how it happened in real life, because I don't, I don't, I mean, I wasn't aware of Chadwick's condition when he initially passed. Um, No,
1: I don't think he told anyone other than people close to him.
0: Right, right. So, definitely made it feel very real. It felt very, felt very realistic, very real um, and and present, which, you know, also made it more sad, more emotional as well, since Black Panther is such a great character and... Um, even though we still have Black Panther the character, but T'Challa was also a very, very wonderful character that unfortunately we lost. So lost too soon.
1: Yeah, and but yeah, but we really got to see um, the the highlight of Shuri. Like, of course, the the main character of this movie is Letitia Wright, and just her entire um, journey going through grieving um, and coming to her own. In understanding how she should be grieving her brother while also, you know, again, ending up grieving her mother and kind of this really drastic nation on nation um, possible war that's going to happen between them and the. um... What's the name of the people who live underwater? They are. I know Namor is like the head of them. But, yeah, the um,
0: more and the oh dang it, yeah. What was their?
1: Let's let's. They just like, say
0: they just say river. Oh no, that's river tribal Um. Oh, they, I don't remember what they were called. They
1: kind of yell it as well. I kind of watched. I watched some background. Uh, it's uh Telokan, I think. So that's like the th- name of the people. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So they're like really cool because they introduce these um intri- like people like peoples of the sea that live like off the Yucatan Peninsula who are descended from Mayans and they like can also use like they also have vibranium so they're also si- like similarly as advanced as the Wakandans. So they're kind of like a rival, but also a, um, superpower that is equivalent to them. And it's an interesting concept and they're really cool. And so you're like, wow, this is such an interesting thing that I feel like they probably wanted to have in the original movie before Chadwick died, that this was going to be the story initially. Um, and you know all that kind of aligns with what it means to be Wakanda and what it means to be Telokan, you know, and protecting the people that that are make up of those populations, you know.
0: Right, having lots of history and having lots of culture and trying to preserve that. Because yes, this, this, uh what were they called again? The Telokan.
1: Tel- yeah, tel- the Telokan. Tel- yeah.
0: Telokan. Um. Yeah, they were in secret, much like in the first movie, the Wakanda was a secret until, you know, Black Panther thought that they should be helping with the, with the world problems that were happening at the time. Yeah, um, And so we're kind of seeing that again, we have the Queen is dealing with a lot of the topics and discussions of vibranium. Again, people are trying to secretly collect vibranium and Wakanda is just trying to keep the vibranium safe from you know the hands that it shouldn't be in since it's this very powerful resource that has a lot of uses um it can be very dangerous so yeah i thought this was was really cool to kind of bring another mystery or you know secret secret society out into the open again because again no one had heard of them Mm -hmm. until wakanda kind of I mean, they kind of forced themselves out when they were trying to go at war with Wakanda, basically. And the rest of the world, like Namor wanted to, he wanted to fight everyone. He he was angry.
1: Well, he was protecting, <laughs> I mean, he was fiercely protecting his people. And it he was very angry about it, yeah. And it was just like, they didn't have to show themselves, and they did. Um, because they, you know, I think Namor also... Wanted to protect his people, but also kind of saw that the Wakandans were very similar to them, and eventually, kind of folds to Shuri and was is like, "We're gonna be stronger for this," and
0: it's true. Yeah, he even tries to ask her to to join him, mm-hmm. like join me, and we can take over the the humans who you know don't don't deserve us. Basically, like we're obviously more advanced than they are. We're better than they are. Mm-hmm. They they don't deserve the resources that we have and we should just get rid of them.
1: It's, it's just the perfect blend of using culture in the correct way to like grow upon in a sci-fi way, you know, like mermaid Mayans, like that's awesome as fuck, you know, that they've been around for 500 plus years or whatever. And their entire society is like extremely advanced and they all live underwater. It's, it's just so cool, and seeing their costumes and seeing, you know, the way that they interacted with each other and actually using, you know, Native um, Mexicans and everything, you know, Native Americans, it, it was incredible. I, I just loved that whole aspect of this movie following, you know, and even though it kind of, like, didn't end up being, like, a giant fight in the end, you know, it was still very dramatically present and dramatically like satisfying you know
0: well yeah and and it was a really nice story arc with shuri as well Mm because you know we started off the movie with her losing t'challa already and it's you know a a a year passes or something yeah Mm -hmm. that's right it's we have the funeral in the beginning and then a year passes and she still hasn't really Mourned him in the correct way, like the queen keeps talking to her, like you know we need to do this, we need to do that, you know we need to, we need to allow him to pass on, like he's not gone, he's just he's he's with the ancestors now. Um, I'm sure he's very like then,
1: scientific, so she doesn't really believe in like the afterlife. She's not really I- involved in that,
0: right? Her character is no, and I don't remember if this was brought up a lot. I really wish I'd watched the first Black Panther before watching this because. I would have, you know, paid more attention to Shuri since I figured she'd be such a big part of the second movie. Um, but she her character is known for kind of going against tradition cuz like you said she's very she's very scientific, she's very mm-hmm. logical. Um and you know, so none of that stuff really really uh not not like not that it doesn't mean anything to her, but you know, she just doesn't really see the the point of it. Mm-hmm. Um And so then, you know, halfway through the movie, she meets this guy in uh, Namor, and he's the reason of her now losing her mother, which did not see that coming. Um, Mm -hmm. That was very sad.
1: That was super sad, like, having that loss in this movie. I feel like they also wanted to continue, like, writing that movie. Initially, they probably had that in it um and they just kept it to like bring Shuri but with T'Challa
0: experiencing that yeah T'Challa and Shuri experiencing that possibly I have no idea
1: what this movie was supposed to be but definitely like what it ended up being yeah was just so much about loss and acceptance and grief and um you know not um using your revenge and rage against others um and that's why she sees in her little, like, Black Panther, like, higher sight dream thing that she goes on. She sees... Um, yeah, like her, her dream cousin. state
0: or, like, her, her spirit state or something.
1: Yeah. And um, she, she sees um, Michael B. Jordan. and She
0: sees Killmonger.
1: Yeah, like, because he's got so much hate in his heart. And even in death, he is still like that. And so, like, the fire for him never left and that's why shuri sees him and it is kind of like you don't have to be like him you don't have to be as as hateful as he is you know
0: yeah which i thought was a was a really great way to go you know we see tropes of people succumbing to their to their revenge their rage um in a lot of movies it's it's very common so it's but it's always a great character building like to see which way they'll end up going will they Will they succumb and, and kill the person who, you know, caused them such great grief? Or will they try to make amends and, you know, be the bigger person? Um, so it was really cool to see Shuri make that decision for herself. And then, yeah, seeing Killmonger in her in her uh, Black Panther state was in her Avatar state <laughs> was, <laughs> was, was was pretty intense. I mean, yeah. it was really great to see Michael B. Jordan again. Um, as Killmonger and can now can now gladly say that Michael B. Jordan is a part of the White Sweater Club.
1: <laughs> oh, so many. We had a lot of knits in this movie. Obviously, we have yet beautiful. to scratch the surface of Ruth uh, Carter's literally like iconic, amazing, beautiful um, costume design. But, yeah, they, they did the, wear Even a lot the of funeral
0: knits. wear was so oh. beautiful. Oh, my all gosh. White. I loved all... Yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: and oh they're all goodness. dancing, and everybody was really happy. And I love that, that it was just such a, like, a joyous kind of celebration. Um, celebration of life rather yeah. than,
0: you know, a sad, sad, uh, you know, funeral of death. You know, because <laughs> that's... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, we don't need that, you know. We want to showcase you, some...
0: You know what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> we want to sh- showcase some um, African culture. And, you know, it. watching The Woman King before seeing this movie was really special because we did get to see a little bit more of that, uh, you know, African um, lore... Put in, you know, mm-hmm. in action in this movie even more so and same with the first one. Um, but it, it definitely was even more so in this one, I felt, because the all of the women leads like they're everybody in this movie. Like, truly, it's like the women are are the center of this movie and they're not like just um they're not just side characters they're not like they're literally the main characters all of them and it's like even from you know the queen okoye like nakia you know shuri of course and riri who is like the genius student uh that like invents the iron heart is that who she's called that's that's what casey
0: said i honestly have no clue but, oh okay uh,
1: that's cool i love it
0: it's like the, i think it's iron heart i feel like um, she had a
1: name but i didn't know it
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i don't yeah
0: they never said it uh but yes apparently iron heart will be a part of the young avengers oh, storyline
1: love it she
0: so should, that'll be really cool
1: she's a genius man like it's awesome
0: yeah yeah definitely and it was and i love that school scene um yes, i really like
1: massachusetts whoop, whoop. the films on the yeah. bridge you know how many times i ran across that bridge training for my marathon
0: <laughs> a lot, a I, lot. I, i'm guessing you a can lot. see it from my house <laughs> that's cool yeah yeah, I really did like the 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 little side story going on with Akoye. Um, you know, she gets fired basically from being yeah. the general.
1: So sad, so sad. Um, I mean, she did lose Shuri, so it's like she,
0: she really did after she, you know, really fought to bring Shuri with her on the on the mission to to find Riri. Um, so yes, I mean, she did fail, <laughs> but but I don't think she deserved to be fired. But then we got to see her in that super cool suit mm. that Cherie made, which was which was awesome. Um but yeah, and then we kinda got to see a little bit more of the other soldiers in a new light. Like one of them um one of them is a is a gay couple. Which yes. I love that.
1: Aneka played by Michaela Cole, who is like super cool. She has a, a great show on I think it's on HBO, um Okay. It's won some awards. It's, um, I May Destroy You. Definitely worth watching oh, that. Oh, okay. And also Chewing okay. Gum, which was a pop- popular um, British show as well. Um, But yeah, that was great to see her. I mean, it, the changes in cast were notable. I mean, not everybody's going to be able to come back. Like, we didn't even get, um, what's his name? We didn't get the guy who was kind of the the mistrusted what was his name
0: um um okoye's husband yes daniel daniel kalua
1: yes daniel kalua he he wasn't in it again but like we didn't really need him i guess they just had like you know of course they had um mbaku when winston duke back he because he just was such a standout highlight of the first one but it was just like he was oh. so
0: good he's still just as great in the second but he's so good i love him so much yeah um and i think a lot of the people who played the elders uh the uh, the other uh uh leaders of the of the other lands mm-hmm. were the same mm-hmm. i think
1: yeah um, seemed that but way yeah
0: but yeah i really like the school scene with Okoye and shuri cuz you know Okoye's just standing like standing next to the car looking really intimidating and shuri's like i can pass as a student how about i go in
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> at mit
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i love shuri's costume design i like mm-hmm. i like her more like androgynous like type of stuff that she wears sportswear for um, sure
1: very very sport yeah definitely sportswear. street sport um lot looks of so comfy of stuff. yeah so
0: comfy and stylish <laughs> like she looked just like a trendy student just being at this school uh so good and uh and i love seeing nakia again um Oh, we I find out her. that she's that she has like a school or something in uh Haiti.
1: Yep. And she and, stuck uh, around there and the end like was crazy. <laughs> it
0: was just like Oh my god, I know. Can we just like talk about the end really quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well I okay. Well, I guess the biggest spoiler of this of this movie is because I mean I went in. Like thinking it was gonna be Shuri anyway, but I guess the main question was, is it gonna be Shuri who's gonna be the next Black Panther, or is it gonna be a Koye? Yeah, because I guess those were the two options basically, or maybe Nakia. Nakia. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, the three of them. Yeah. It could be any of them for sure.
0: I mean, personally, I like to see Mbaku.
1: <laughs> <laughs> huge Black Panther. That's
0: a huge Black. Panther. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the ending, the, the, the end credit scene. Oh my God.
1: The mid credit scene. They didn't have an end credit scene. The mid
0: credit scene. scene. Um, Do we want to, wait, do we want to take a quick break before we continue? Yes, let's do
1: it. Okay.
0: Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Oh. okay
0: okay so the- i also want to say the actor that played namor um was so Super hot. hot
1: oh my god <laughs> literally told the short that- shorts
0: were doing everything oh my for god. Me.
1: and immediately after the movie i was like that guy was really attractive <laughs> was, so, was
0: so hot
1: oh my god you would just speak and it was just oh my god i was just like oh god, i guy
0: just melt <laughs> was
1: it the was it the nose pole was it was it that doing for you Ooh, ooh, definitely that too <laughs> i thought it was like the underwater headdress and like necklace thing that he was wearing that was so awesome oh and the so elf cool. ears
0: i mean you know what love- <laughs> i mm. The I love earrings? I love some hot some some hot fay boys you know oh, love that yeah.
1: that's so true yeah um, so anyways yes the end all right um, so Nakia comes out to Shuri who's burning this you know funeral dress that she wore I guess for her brother and on the
0: anniversary of the funeral you are supposed to burn your funeral attire. um mm-hmm. Is 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 I believe, you know, because that's how they first met. Namor was because it was a, it was the anniversary of T'Challa's death, and so the queen went and got Shuri, and they were gonna, they were gonna burn the clothes, but then that happened. The but then Namor happened.
1: Yeah, um, and th- there is a point when they're doing that that Armanda goes like, I haven't told you something about your brother that you need to know, and they never came back to it the entire movie and I was Oh like, did she say that? Yeah she that's said that's right because that. the mom knew. <gasps> yeah she knew and I was like what she was did what was it? Know. What was it? And then of course it got answered in which Nakia brings out like possibly the cutest little boy I've ever seen in my life um out with the deepest dimples and he is in fact T'Challa's son. And you know I don't think I expected this we knew that Nikia and T'Challa no. were together, but I truly like didn't think. Oh, they have a did child. Not, uh, did not. Why not? not expect I mean, why this? not? Truly. I mean, I mean, of co- of
0: course, a, like it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, oh, and I can't. Do uh, you haven't finished She-Hulk, have you? No. Okay.
1: No. Um, I was trying to figure okay. out the, the timeline because, like, this kid was what, like six, maybe? Uh, Five or six? Yeah, and Nakia
0: had said that that she was gone, that she had left Wakanda like six years ago.
1: Because I think there was in the middle there as well, the blip. So I don't know if she was like part of that or if it was not...
0: Post-blip?
1: Either pre or post-blip, I don't know. But it has been some time since... Since, Since Endgame, but it, it it's been only like what a few years. Well, when when did we get Endgame? <laughs>
0: um, Endgame came out twenty nineteen. Like what in? Uh, was wasn't it before that? Um, it it wasn't just a year before the pandemic.
1: Was it two years? Was it twenty eighteen?
0: Oh, no, you're right, 2019. <laughs>
1: oh, wow, I called it. Okay, yeah, so I think I, sh- I shouldn't doubt you. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was like a five-year... <laughs> there was like a five-year jump um, between, like, the blip. So we did, like, a lot of the movies that are coming out, like, you know, Spider-Man, all these things came out after the blip. So, I mean, it's possible that this this kid was conceived before the blip is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Or after sure. <laughs> doesn't really matter. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. But anyways, he's around. So, but we did get a little bit of like contention with Mbaku at the end. He said he wanted to fight for the throne. Um. But now we do have some new evidence that there is a an heir. So it's kind of. Maybe gonna be a little bit touchy for the next one. As we compared in the first Black Panther, these movies are like very Shakespearean. So they're following hierarchical, it's it's a it's an empire, like it's a it's a monarchy. So <laughs> we're getting like yeah. the kind of like Shakespearean way of doing things, even in this movie, where the kings fight and the people who lead these massive countries or whatever and territories like actually fight themselves instead of just having armies do it for them
0: right right
1: yeah but anyway what did you think about the kid
0: um i loved it i mean i'm glad that we have a little baby t'challa um (laughs) I thought he was you know, he 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 probably if, if there was if there was a bit more of a scene with him, like he probably would have made me cry. <laughs> like I, oh. I think that I think that would have got me. <laughs> he was
1: he was so cute. The ADR I, though in his mouth I was almost a lost weird. it.
0: Was it? Okay.
1: I mean it was clearly not him talking. It was it was clearly a uh, like a what? <laughs> an ADR. Like somebody is yeah, he's talking, okay. but it's like after the fact, because his mouth was hardly moving, because he's like five or six.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Know, child actors. He was still real cute. Oh, um, super,
1: super cute.
0: And we also had yeah. Mark
1: Freeman in this movie, and and we found out that his ex wife was um julia louis dreyfus who we first saw in the falcon and winter soldier and then she showed up in black widow at the very end
0: she um, did yes what wait when did she say that 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 her and and barry freeman used to be married
1: yeah she said that she was married to him like they mentioned it when she was walking away from the crime scene on the Harvard Bridge, and they were like, She was like, Oh, yeah, this is like something about worse than when we were married or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. I
0: totally missed that. <laughs> totally missed that. Um,
1: okay. Yeah. And she's going to be kind of, I mean, she's clearly starting some kind of CIA group, and I think they're going to do a show. Coming up um, on Disney Plus with like all of the people involved in like. um, They're going to make like not an Avengers, but I think like an, a United States task force, like a.
0: Oh, superpowered... yes. I, I think I heard about this. Yeah. Yes.
1: Something like that is brewing and that, you know. But I thought Florence she was evil. In it. Well, she's not that like moral, is she?
0: No. No. So I don't think okay. she's
1: evil. I think she's just like sly, you know? Like working for the the man. <laughs> and
0: but probably has her own agenda of some sort.
1: Well, sure, the, the United States is like in a flux in in this right. new state. And like even then, like the USA was never like fully aligned with the Avengers anyway. Like they've always been kind of like evil. <laughs> so like it kinda like kinda works <laughs> with whatever the heck they're doing for the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um I'm looking at the trivia here, and there's some interesting ones. So we did bring up Daniel Kalua. Um he was set to return as wakabi, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts with Nope. Mm. And then we have uh, Tanakh Huerta, who was Namor, received the first ever introducing credit for a Marvel yeah. Studios film. A credit that usually indicates an actor is making their film debut.
1: That's very exciting. He was so good. Um, I also loved, loved the little the side people that he had. He had Atuma and Namora. And both of them were great. Apparently they... I, I watched on the uh, little IMDb thing that um, Alex Linivali, who played Atuma, was could could hold his breath for like four minutes, and really Mabel Cadena could hold her breath for like six and a half minutes. What? Yeah, because <laughs> they're like see. we're filming actually underwater, and they like put and apparently ruthie ruth carter like put them in these costumes that were kind of weighted so that they oh wouldn't, yeah they want to fly around <laughs> right it's really yep, yep, cool yep, yep. when the more like lowered down onto the throne it was awesome
0: yeah and then um what was it oh i loved I loved uh, one of one of Namor's henchmen, the one that kept saying "warrior," and then they kept like fighting each other. I loved that. Like, yes, that happened happened like three times in the movie, and it was so good.
1: Fighting, um, Okoye. Yeah, I love it. Here we go. Winston.
0: Winston Duke improvised the "you bald headed demon" line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Was so funny. I mean, Winston Duke. Doesn't was, he like, say
0: that to Okoye?
1: <laughs> he was some of the only like the only funny really part of this movie, like the, there really wasn't as much, like there was a couple things that were funny. You know, we, you know, I thought that when Riri and um, Nakia were like putting the, giving the like flower to Shuri, that they kind of said some pretty funny stuff. Um, and, you know, also, Michaela Cole as well was also funny. She had a lot of funny lines. She just has that face that she's kind of like always laughing, you know. Always got a smile yeah. on her face. Um yeah. And so I really did enjoy that. Uh so Ryan Coogler has stated that making this film without Chadwick Boseman is the hardest thing he's ever done.
0: I'm sure it was. I'm sure. I'm sure Chadwick was just amazing on set. He seemed like the nicest guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it says he nearly stepped back from this movie and filmmaking as a whole after Chadwick Boseman's death due to how emotionally painful it was, losing his friend and hero. However, taking his final conversations with the man into consideration, Kugler decided it was best to keep moving forward with the project. Aw,
0: well, that was nice of him.
1: So sweet. Um... And Let's it's the end that. of phase four of the MCU, as said by Kevin Feige. So everything after this, we're going to be getting that new Ant-Man movie. It's going to be phase five.
0: This was kind of interesting. There's like an Easter egg a little bit. The first... Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, oh, wait, here we go. Sorry, I lost it. <laughs> one of... Not never mind, but like I, I lost it. <laughs> one, one of the items of news running along the bottom of new scenes refers to Scott Lang in his book, look out for the little guy a plot point in the following marvel movie ant-man and the wasp quantumania
1: Mm. okay so
0: a little easter egg that of course i missed i miss like every single easter egg and Um, some
1: lines too
0: and some and some lines apparently yes 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 indeed um all right this is interesting
1: about uh no more submariner he, there had been numerous attempts to adapt the character to film and television, all of which ultimately f- stalled. Marvel Comics founder Martin Goodman began developing a live-action Namor t- TV series in the 1950s uh, with Richard Egan eyed to star, but nothing came of it. Sounds like a white guy. Another Namor series was planned in the 1970s, but it was dropped due to similarities with Man from Atlantis, which was ironically inspired by Namor. The Namor film was announced in 1997 and spent the next two decades in a development hell with numerous writers and directors attached to it. Universal bought Namor's film rights in 2002, which only further complicated adaptations over time. So this guy's been around for a long time.
0: His villain name is Submariner? Submariner,
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is... Oh, boy. Okay.
0: And it was going to be played by a white man?
1: I, in, in, the, in the 60s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that checks out. That
1: checks out for sure. <laughs> Dear uh, goodness. Okay.
0: Submariner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really didn't know what this guy's name was. And I was like, Danny, do you know? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, he's got to have a name,
0: right? I mean, his name's just Namor. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm not going to call him Submariner. That's ridiculous. Well, um, just before
1: we get into the uh, the rest of this, I'd just like to say, like, truly, I hope that Angela Bassett gets a nomination for this movie because she fucking rocked <gasps> yes. it. And it, I would not be surprised if she did. I'm not really sure if this movie is... It might get nominated for an Oscar, like the, the Best Picture Oscar, like the first one did. But, um... I'm thinking that maybe Angela Bassett's going to make it, and of course, Ruth Carter, probably going to win again, because, God, why wouldn't she, honestly?
0: For costumes? Yeah. Yeah, his costumes are great.
1: I mean, just just uh, unparalleled excellence is really, really what's <laughs> these <laughs> costumes. I don't even know how yes. to, like, I mean, it's even better than the original, which is somehow I don't even know. The new Black Panther outfit is so cool.
0: Yeah, I like the I like the like the gold that's on it, the black and the gold. I love that. I love it so good, so good. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and read these uh, plot keywords here, and then we can move on over to the metascore. Um, so we've got sequel, second part, superhero, Marvel comics. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and 440 more. So.
1: Oh, yeah, don't need to, don't need to go through that.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Okay, this movie got a 67 Metascore with 42 positive, 18 mixed, and two negative reviews.
0: Which, just for reference, the first movie had gotten an 88 Metascore, which is Mm. spectacular. Mm Mm-hmm. Um
1: and an Oscar I don't know nomination. if there's
0: Yes, and an Oscar nomination. I don't know if is there another Marvel movie that's that's gotten higher than that on Metascore? I didn't think so. I thought Black Panther had the highest.
1: Well if you wanna like cross-reference that <laughs> Oh god, it'll
0: take forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what one would be just as good? I mean, maybe like
0: <sighs> maybe
1: Maybe like Endgame or Infinity War.
0: okay i'll just i'll do some quick checking you read you start reading the things okay
1: Okay. well um the lowest we have is a 20 which is crazy from the telegraph it says only nyango and winston duke whose avuncular mountain tribe chief mbaku makes a welcome return actually feel like human beings elsewhere it's drainingly apparent that we're just watching the nth round of chess pieces being rearranged like Namor with his dinky ankle wings this franchise has become super heroically adept at treading water mm. they did not like this movie and that was a 20 let's okay. maybe read a middle ground one um the real I just want to quickly
0: was- say uh, Civil War had gotten a 75
1: Okay, that's pretty good. We'll just
0: so just keep that mentally. Okay, yeah. we'll
1: keep <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. The time 60 Wakanda Forever is set in a world that many people desperately want to, vi- to revisit. In the first film, Wakanda and its citizens were so vivid. It's no wonder they took a hold on us. But Wakanda Forever feels a lot like Marvel business as usual marred by the usual muddily rendered action sequence and ungainly plot mechanics. I think that this movie doesn't have that same tone only because it truly is a very thematically present movie. Like, it's not like it's muddled throughout. It's, like, very clear what's going on with the themes in this movie, and it's very, like, not rehashed, but, like, Grown from the first one. So that's I feel like it's so serious and beautiful in that sense when you're talking about yeah. things that are about loss, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh the first Iron Man had gotten a seventy nine.
1: That's pretty good. So still not as high as the eighty six.
0: Yeah, like like Infinity War was in the sixties. I'm yeah. checking Endgame right now. But Endgame again- was a seventy eight. But, yeah, like, I, I was trying to think of the best movies, and honestly, the ones that come to mind are, like, Civil War. What about I checked Ragnarok? Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, what was that?
0: That was... that was So, Civil War was 75, Ragnarok was 74, mm-hmm. Um, Endgame is 78, and original, oh. and, and first Iron Man is 79.
1: Okay, so, th- yeah, I mean, that's... That's pretty much the top,
0: I, of the and I f- think those those are the best movies, honestly. Yeah, like critically, for <laughs> if sure. thinking if we're thinking critically. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I mean, definitely the most like thematically consistent movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, but like, averagely, like all the other ones kind of hang around the the sixties, honestly, like the high sixties, mid sixties. Um. So, but yeah, Black Panther, both movies fantastic
1: um i'll read the av club 75 and then i'll let you take one of the two 100s all right okay it is this massively ambitious unfairly burdened sequel as good as black panther definitely not and it probably could have never have been but in a mythology where death is more often used as a narrative device than a true measure of loss Black Panther Wakanda Forever magnifies the truth that the title character's world will endure even if he doesn't. And there are at least as many lessons to extract from his absence. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like it was artfully done. Obviously, like somebody really did die. But like, what a beautiful way to remember him. than by making a movie about things that really matter you know like people love Yeah, making
0: making a movie about people remembering someone they love and in this instance it's chadwick boseman this is this is like this is like a celebration of life movie that we now have forever for chadwick boseman
1: exactly <laughs> it's
0: real it's really quite a beautiful thing that you can have like people love you that much
1: <laughs> i mean this this was really expensive to make i cannot you know say that enough that this movie was extremely expensive and what better way to throw a lot of money at how bad you feel about somebody's death you know uh,
0: i mean yes yes
1: and make a lot of money
0: yeah but no is this movie better than the first black panther movie no, no. but when it comes to sequels. Pretty z- good. Z- it's very hard to do. It's, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, this is that's really good. Uh, Alright, so we got two 100s here. Which one do I want to read? Uh, I'm gonna read this one. I don't think we've read one from Uproxx before. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Chadwick Boseman does not appear in this movie, but he's felt In every single scene. It feels like a way to say goodbye. And in that, it very much succeeds. While also being a rip-roaring Black Panther movie. Again, this movie is a miracle. Wow.
1: Very nice things to say. That's very nice, yes. It's very nice. Very nice. Very nice that we have this movie. I really enjoyed it. You know? What else can I say?
0: What else can we say... Other than we loved it. Um, but I think that is all we have to say about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. If you've not seen it, or if we haven't spoiled it too much for you, please go watch it. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. We are also on IMDb, so please, you can leave a review there. That'd be great. And uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can follow our social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, even though the Twitter is a little abandoned, um, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we have some merch, so please check that out. We would greatly appreciate it. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,